What is the upskies, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the GX WrestleCast. This is episode 65, and this is my weekly recap show where I go through all of the major WWE and AEW shows, let you know what's going on, let you know all the storylines, all the wrestling matches, give you the recap of the shows, let you know if there's any really good wrestling that you should go out of your way to check out, and if the shows are worth your time to look at. I'll let you know if it's a skippable show or if you should probably sit down and watch the show, and of course, we're just going to be talking about wrestling uh, nerdiness, uh, potential storylines, and all that great stuff. So, with that said, let's start out with Monday Night Raw. They were in Cleveland, Ohio this week. We are starting with the open challenge match with Seth Rollins, but he is attacked by Finn Balor. He delivers multiple coup de grace to him. And, oh, hey, look, it's Jason Jordan. He's out there. Do you, does anybody remember Jason Jordan, the illegitimate son of Kurt Angle? It's uh, semi-nice to see him at least uh, existing again, so I, I couldn't help but notice that he was out there. Anyway... The brawl continues onward backstage, and well, goddamn, I mean, I really wanted uh, a match right here. Instead, we just get a kind of a heat magnet moment for Finn Balor, adding more heat to that rivalry, which is fine, but, you know, when you're supposed to get a title match, instead you get this, kind of sucks. And then The Miz decides that he is pissed off enough because he was gonna accept the open challenge, and, I mean, I find this kind of interesting because, like, I know The Miz doesn't really... Uh, announce that often that he's from Ohio, but he's from Ohio and the crowd, you know, was not giving him the hometown welcome at all. So he's pissed off and out comes Tommaso Ciampa. Oh snap. It has been nine months since Ciampa has been in the ring. So uh, welcome back to him. And he used to be friends with The Miz, but now they're fighting. So we got a match. It is The Miz versus Tommaso Ciampa. Miz jumps into a kick from Champa. He hits the Angel Wings, pins, and wins in his return. I mean, nine months gone. He looks decent in the ring. I mean, there wasn't really too much going on. It was actually a semi-decent uh, comeback uh, kind of match there for the Miz. He got into it. It wasn't just a squash match, which was good. And uh, I'm really happy to see Champa back. I mean, his run on the main roster has been... Not great. I mean, obviously, he's been dealing with a lot of injury problems. Really hasn't gotten uh, an opportunity to really hit the ground running yet. Hopefully, this time, he finds some some momentum and he can get going here because Champa is amazing. I would love for him to meet up with Johnny Gargano again at some point here. But it was a pretty solid match, I thought, especially with The Miz in there. Fired up performance from Tommaso. I mean, it's good. We move on as Finn Balor. With the Judgment Day, Finn tells us that the Seth Rollins Open Challenge is cancelled. I mean, we kind of already figured that one out. Damien says that he is going to win the Money in the Bank contract. And now Don Mysterio tries to speak, but he keeps getting booed by the crowd viciously. It's, it's still funny to me. Thumbs up. Dom manages eventually to call out Cody Rhodes for a six-man tag team match later on in the night. Pretty good stuff right here. Judgment Day. I'll give him a thumbs up. We had Sam, uh, Sammy and Kevin Owens. They're getting interviewed. Kevin Owens flips out, and then Sammy calls out Kevin for being a rageaholic. Kevin explodes. Sammy challenges Kevin to not explode for the rest of the night. Kevin accepts. This is a very funny segment and is going to lead to uh, many more funny segments into the future here, I'm hoping. Anyway, thumbs up. 
We got Sonya and Chelsea Green versus Chance and Carter. We got a neat little springboard leg drop moonsault combo by Chance and Carter. I thought that was dope. And then they hit the after party for the quick W right here. I mean, good performance from Chance and Carter. They showed off some nice tag team maneuvers. Uh, they kicked Sonya right in the face. I mean, yeah, pretty solid match. I'm digging Chance and Carter right here. Actually, like, sort of more so than they were on NXT. NXT, they were just kind of there. But, uh, yeah, I'm digging them so far. Good stuff. We got Cody Rhodes. He gets interviewed. The crowd loves this. I really don't even know what he said, if he said anything of importance. I don't think so. We have Shelton Benjamin and Cedric Alexander versus Indusher with Jinder Mahal. Oh, sorry. With nobody can hinder the Jinder. We got Cedric and Shelton. They jump into Sure before they get, they hit a cool blockbuster combo thing on the outside. That was neat. Into Sure though, they're still too much. They battle back and they beat my boy Shelton Benjamin. Pretty decent match. I mean, Into Sure as as I've been saying for weeks now, they're very very slowly climbing their way up to more uh, higher tier tag teams. Again, I'm just I'm not seeing anything different here. So, eh. We got Sammy and Kevin. They are walking backstage. Kevin dealing with numerous annoying challenges, just trying to stay calm. This is gold, man. This is gold. They got to keep this going. This is hilarious stuff. Thumbs up. And now it is time for Logan Paul. He is sitting on a ladder in the ring, and that can mean only one thing. Ladies and gentlemen, Logan Paul will be in the Money in the Bank ladder match. I mean, I'm fine with this. As long as he doesn't win it, I'm fine with it. I want him to go in there, do something crazy jump off a ladder through a table, I'm I'm fine with this. And then members of the Money in the Bank ladder march, match start coming out. Crowd goes nuts for LA Knight, gotta love that, yeah. Butch walks down and clocks Logan Paul right in the face, a big old brawl ensues. Logan hits a dive on the pile, he climbs the ladder and touches the briefcase because I don't think he was able to get it off of the hook. So that was, uh, that was pretty dope, man, that was pretty killer. I like that segment, thumbs up. We got Matt Riddle versus Ludwig Kaiser with Gunter. Riddle suplex to the floor that just looked painful as hell. Riddle hits the bro Derek for the quick W. I mean, it was a good competitive match. Stiff shots, nice counters, good wrestling, 7 at 10. We got Imperium. They beat down Riddle after the match, stomping on his ankle, possibly injuring it. So I don't know how much they're going to sell that injury there for Riddle, but he was, he was screaming, so it was probably painful. We got Kevin and Sammy discussing if Kevin did or did not blow up earlier. And, I mean, honestly, he 1,000% blew up. But Imperium arrived, providing a massive challenge for Kevin to stay calm yet again. And, <laughs> dude, I'm telling you, this is gold. This is a get, This is a thing that they got to keep going. This was so good. I love the look on Sammy Zayn when he's just, like, staring at Kevin. Like, don't you blow up, bitch. Like, don't you blow It was so fucking good, man. Thumbs up. This was awesome. We got Alpha Academy with Maxine versus the Viking Raiders with Valhalla. Gable going absolutely fucking nuts off of the hot tag. He is suplexing everything that moves. Hits a gorgeous moonsault to the outside and a diving headbutt. Like, holy crap. Thumbs up. Valhalla goes for Maxine, but she is ready. Hitting Valhalla with a suplex this week. Eric bonks Chad on the head, pins and wins. I mean, oh, that that finish was lame. <laughs> it was kind of like out of nowhere. Uh, but it was a good match, man. I mean, Alpha Academy, they were great. You got Chad Gable just doing all the work out there. But you got Otis doing the comedy spots. Ivar with some really funny selling in there with the shaky leg stuff. Pretty good. Seven at that. 
We got Rhea Ripley versus Natalia. Rhea jumps Natalia before the bell. Rhea hits uh, Riptide, and they are separated, and there's no match. I mean, geez, man, the Natalia burial continues. I don't know what they're doing with her. Jeez, uh, oh, man, this is rough. We got Tazawa. He is backstage. He tells Cody he will be his partner. Cody tells him he will consider about thinking about it. So, I mean, my boy Tazawa, gotta lo- love that energy, dog. I, they gotta use this guy. I mean, Tazawa's so good. Now Kevin and Sammy, they offer up their services. Kevin Owens almost blows up. Rhodes says, sure, fine. So they will tag up later on in the show. We have a Money in the Bank qualifier match. It is Raquel Rodriguez versus Tris Stratus. Tris Stratus, that is a hard name to say, man. With Zoe Stock. So this is for the last spot in the Money in the Bank. Raquel Ra- just absolutely ragdolling Trish in a bear hug. I That was awesome looking. Like Trish literally just went limp and she was just getting th- just hummed around, looked vicious, and just excellent. Thumbs up. Raquel then destroys Trish with an equally brutal, amazing-looking lariat. Like, Trish, like, jumps into it and just gets absolutely dumped on her head. Looked amazing, looked painful. Trish, tough as nails, bounces right back up, but uh, Becky comes down, accidentally hits Trish, causing Rodriguez to get disqualified. Trish wins and will get the last spot in the Money in the Bank. I mean, wow, dude. Trish Stratus... Why did you retire? You were not ready. You still got so much more in the tank. Selling like she has the neck of an 18-year-old. That was that was great. Raquel was whooping some ass out there. Shenanigan finish, but it actually kind of makes sense here because, like, you have to have Trish Stratus in the Money in the Bank. She's one of the legends of the business. She never got an opportunity to ever be in a Money in the Bank. Those obviously weren't around during her time. She's never been in a ladder match. I mean, you gotta have her in there, so I'm happy with this. And you're making Raquel look good in the process, beating the shit out of Trish Stratus. So I thought this was well done. Good match. Seven at ten. We got Braun Breaker. He is here. He's getting interviewed. He says he is going to hurt Seth Rollins really freaking bad. Ooh, so scary. Now we move on into Shinsuke versus Bronson Reed. It's Ricochet's turn to come out for shenanigans. Bronson tosses Ricochet into the steps. Shinsuke goes for King Shasa. He misses, hits Ricochet instead. Bronson hits the massive tsunami, pins, and wins. I mean... Where did you learn to shenanigan, Ricochet? You like you came out there and just got your ass kicked. I mean, you're terrible at shenanigans. <laughs> it's fucking stupid. Uh, but a really solid match. And also, why isn't Bronson Reed in Money in the Bank? I checked the match card. He's not in it. I swore he was. There are they are missing a huge opportunity here. You gotta have Bronson Reed in there, man. Where's the big man that can do the crazy stuff? That's Bronson Reed. Gotta get him in there. It is main event time. Six man tag. Kevin Owens and Sami Zayn with Cody Rhodes. Well, as their partner, he's in there too, versus the Judgment Day with Rhea Ripley. Kevin Owens gets his pent-up anger out by beating the crap out of Dom Dom. That was funny. Sammy nails Dom with a lovely flip dive. The good guys all hit their finishers. Cody nails a crossroads on Damian, pins, and wins. Uh, Just a really solid, entertaining main event match. Crowd was loving it. They were just eating it all up. Poor Dom Mysterio getting his ass kicked, getting booed. Rough night for him, but a really solid main event. And that is the end of Raw. I mean, you gotta keep that Kevin Owens trying to stay calm challenge thing going on. I mean, it is gold. You have to keep that going. Please, please, please. I'm happy that Champa is back. That's awesome. I would love for him to reunite with Johnny Gargano, whether they reunite that rivalry that they had in NXT or they become a tag team again. I don't even know if they're on the same shows. I don't think so, but... 
honestly, who cares? They don't follow the rules, so why should I? Good wrestling throughout. I was actually pleasantly surprised how much, like, good matches there were. Just good wrestling. Logan Paul added his, you know, stuff. Uh, He should be... I, I, I'm down, I know people are going to be upset with him just kind of getting his way into the money in the bank, but I really can't see him winning, he's not, like, involved in the business enough to, to have him win money in the bank, but I'm expecting him to provide probably the biggest spots, most memorable spots of that match, so I'm fine with him going in there, he's already proven a few times now that he can put on a very entertaining match, so I'm fine with this, LA Knight, what what is going to happen with LA Knight? This guy is very, very popular right now. Could he potentially win Money in the Bank? I mean, there's a lot of potential winners in there. Like, I I, I like a lot of the guys that are in there. But LA Knight, I mean, crowd loves him. He's amazing on the mic. He could put on a fine match. I, I think LA Knight might fuck around and win Money in the Bank. Uh, but a really enjoyable show this week. Kevin Owens continues his MVP streak for me. That guy is like... Oh, if, if, I mean, Raw would be fine without him, but I mean, it just wouldn't be the same. You know what I'm saying? Seven and a half out of ten. Good Raw. Next up, we got NXT 2.0. They are doing the Gold Rush thing, so they're defending all of the championships over the next two weeks. So this is week one. We are starting off with the North American Championship. It is Wesley defending against Tyler Bate with special guest referee Mustafa Ali. Ali with a fast and a slow count. I fucking knew I smelled shit, Ali. He's up to no good. Wesley is trying to superplex Tyler to the floor. Tyler bops him in the mouth, and they both take a nasty tumble. That looked painful. Ali wake up slaps the crap out of both men, hyping them up to finish up the match. That was actually pretty funny. Wesley hits a cardiac kick, pins, and retains. So... After a rocky start there for Ali, he actually ended up calling the match down the middle. He did pretty good. I don't know what the beginning was all about. I did like the chemistry in the ring between Tyler Bate and Wes Lee. I mean, they're they're very, very talented guys. A fair, not a very similar style, but a similar style, fast-paced, really big moves, competitive match, really good match. Seven and a half out of ten. Wes Lee, or Ali, is celebrating with, with Lee and Bate, and they're staring at him like, what the hell is going on right now? So everyone is confused. We go, we move on as Kiana James. She calls out Gigi Dolan, calls her mediocre in an interview. I mean, that's just not very nice, Kiana. So potentially going to be moving into a rivalry between the two of them. We got Thea Hale. It is the pep rally time. Oh, fuck yeah. Duke brings out Chase U, Dempsey, Gulak, and of course Thea Hale. They're all out there. Thea lays down a super hyper promo. I really enjoyed that. Thumbs up. Tiffany Stratton comes out to rain on the parade and just make it all about her. Duke Hudson ain't having any of that. He stands up for his students and Thea, claiming that Thea Hale will be the next NXT Women's Champion. I like the sounds of that. Thea puts Stratton in a Kimura, sending the champion running. Hail yeah! That was a good segment. Loving Thea Hale right now. I I don't feel good that she will win it because Tiffany is such a new champion, but we've seen it go down like that before. But, I mean, Thea Hale, she is fantastic. We got Schism backstage. They're arguing with each other uh, over their loss last week. Gacy admits that he needs to be doing better, and I mean, he honestly he has been doing better, but I guess, okay, if he's got another level, let's see what you got, Gacy, but in all honesty, I want the, the dyad to escape from the schism or whatever, and just be the grizzled young vets again, I love you guys, uh, I think they're a fantastic tag team, the schism thing, it's been an experiment, but I think a failed one. 
We move on. It is the number one contenders triple threat tag team match. It is Briggs and Jensen with Henley versus Hank and Tank versus Anofe and Blade. So we got Anofe. He bounces off of Briggs and nails a flying drop kick on Hank. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Anofi breaks up the pin from Jensen with a big ol' elbow drop from the top. Blade right in behind him, nails a splash, pins, and wins. Hell yeah, that's my boys right there, Blade and Anofi. Gonna be getting a tag team shot. I like the sounds of that. Fun match, I mean, downright carnage in the ring, fast pace, nice tag moves. I liked it, 7 out of 10. Oh dear, now we got Eddie Thorpe. Uh, they're trying to make him more interesting, so now he is a silent DJ. So he's backstage. Doing the DJ thing, I'm I'm disappointed. We got Damon Kemp. He gives him a hard time about it. I mean, rightfully so. Roxanne Perez walks by them and attacks Blair Davenport. So there's a whole bunch of shit going on backstage. Seth Rollins is back there. He chats with the Heritage Cup champion, Nathan Frazier. Carmelo and Trick introduce themselves to Seth. They they giggle. They, they have some cooler talk or whatever the hell that is. We got Cora Jade versus Dana Brooke. Oh, my. Oh, boy. Dana tweaks her knee, so she decides, yo, let's bang out a cartwheel. Terrible idea. Her knee buckles, and Dana is down. Dana getting stretchered out. Jade trash talks her. Brooke slaps her in the face, and the match continues on. Oh, boy. Cora locks in a single crab. Dana doesn't tap. The referee stops it for the sake of all of us. I mean, woof. Cora wins. That that sucked. That was a shitty match, man. Even I I I apologize, Cora. I love you. You're my sweetheart, my, my boo. But that was bad, man. That was bad. The offense was bad. The moves looked terrible. It was clunky. It was just bad. Dana gave me what she, what I expected out of her. I mean, a boring match where she's getting booed as the babyface. This is a very consistent problem for Dana. She's not getting over. The crowd doesn't like her. She gets booed and she's trying to get cheered. Doesn't work. Thumbs down. We got Von Wagner. He finally tells Mr. Stone the story behind the creepy picture of him as a child. Uh, apparently, he had a disease as a baby that needed major surgery. Von was bullied growing up as a kid, and, you know, really sad story, all that stuff. But, goddamn, there we go, Von. That was the most convincing promo I've seen from you. Even though it wasn't like a live promo or anything, it was a video segment. They probably did like 58 takes to finally get what they got out of Vaughn here. But hey, it was good. It was pretty good. Thumbs up, Vaughn. We got Baron Corbin and Carmelo Hayes. They have a face-to-face in the ring. Absolutely shooting some fucking shots right here from both men. Baron gets the mic drop on this one and walks off. I mean... Damn, uh, Baron, that was that was really good. Talking about like, hey, little kid, like I've been in this business for, been in the WWE for ten years. I got money. I got a million dollar house, a hot wife, and all this shit. Really liked what he was laying down, and Carmelo was right there too. He was confident. I really like this uh, segment right here. Well done from thumbs up for both men. Very good. We got Nathan Frazier. He offers his homie Dragon Lee a shot at the Heritage Cup. That that should be nice. And then Joe Coffey is kidnapped in the parking lot by Stax. I mean, you're really, you're really living up to that kind of mob Italian stereotype. You're shoving a guy into a, into a fucking trunk going, Oh, hey, over here and stuff. It's great. I love it. We got Leon and Feroyce versus Jackson and Legend with the metaphor. Feroyce attacks Mensa. Then Leon dives into him. Just a particular fuck you onto Mensa. Lash nails a pump kick on Feroyce for the W, and 
I mean, hey, I'll take it. You know, it's not a squash match here for Leon and for, for Royce. So they got upgraded from squashes. Fairly competitive match. I mean, they got some moves in there. They were obviously distracted by the metaphor. Some nice teamwork from Legend and Jackson. Pretty solid match. Now we move on. It is what, yeah, the main event is the World Heavyweight Championship match. Seth Rollins defending against Braun Breaker. Even, I must I must say, even in the substantially smaller building with a lot less fans in it, they still sang the shit out of Seth Rollins' song. Sounded, la- sounded like a 20,000 capacity arena in there. It was great. And then Rollins is also dealing with injured ribs. It really doesn't stop him from nailing a top rope splash through the announce taber, taber, table on Braun Breaker. They go crashing through. Great spot. Thumbs up. Braun gets Seth in the Steiner recliner. Seth battles to the ropes, gets out of it. Breaker hits Seth with fucking... He hits him with everything that he's got, man. He's got the big military press slam. Frankensteiner. You got a spear, and Rollins is kicking out of all of it. Seth hits Breaker with a midair super kick. Hits one, not one, but two stomps. Puts Breaker away and retains the heavyweight championship. I mean, damn. That's my boy Seth doing what he does best, man. Giving giving people their best matches in their career. I mean, yes, Braun Breaker, really strong performance out of him. He gave it everything. He was he got really close. I thought he did some good counter wrestling. I was impressed, man. I really was. And of course, you know, it's Seth Rollins. You're always going to get a phenomenal match out of him. This was some really great shit. I mean, eight out then, really good. And that is the end of night one of Gold Rush. I'd say that was a success other than Dana Brooke. Title matches were good. I mean, Seth back in NXT was a lot of fun. The crowd was louder than ever for him. I mean, there was really loud NXT. You don't hear it that loud that often nowadays. Uh, and Baron Corbin, Carmelo Hayes, great segment between them. I thought, I, I wasn't really expecting the most out of them, but damn, I've, I'm into it right now. Pretty damn good. I thought this was a great NXT. Eight out of ten. Well done. Now we will swing over to AEW Dynamite. They were in Chicago. We starting off with a tag team match as the Hardy Boys versus the Gun Boys. We'll do that. Uh, Colt saves his bro, putting his foot on the ropes. Jeff hits a twist of fate. Cole sends himself halfway across the ring with, like, that rock stunner cell. Really good shit. Swanton Bomb is stopped by Jay White and Juice Robertson, interfering, allowing the guns to pick up the W. Beatdown continues. We got Ricky Stars comes out, FTR, and CM Punk, because they're in Chicago. CM Punk has to come out, and they're out there for the save. A pretty entertaining opening match. I mean, everybody loves the Hardys. They hit their classic offense. Guns, solid performance from them. Pretty funny selling as well. 7 out of 10, good opening match. And then CM Punk challenges Guns and Bullet Club to a match at Collision. So that looks like that's going to be what I'm watching at Collision this Saturday when I go to Collision in Toronto. I will be there, yeah. We move on. Concession stand brawl time. It is Mark Briscoe versus Jeff Jarrett. Condiments getting squirted everywhere. This match, like, right away. They're just going right into it. Condiments squirted everywhere. Hot dogs getting thrown around. It's a straight-up food fight. It's crazy. Then we get a masked Karen, because obviously it's Karen. She gets involved. Jarrett, or I mean, Karen Jarrett gets involved, along with Sanjay Dutt and fucking 800 other people. Becomes like a three-on-one for a little bit. And then Papa Briscoe, who is hiding ringside, decides, I'm going to pull out a choke slam on Jay Lethal. Through a table, bitches. It was dope. Screw it. The whole locker room decides we're all getting involved now. Briscoe rolls up Jeff. 
Jarrett for the W. And um, a solid, I don't know, a dozen plus people involved in this match. Honestly, not even mad. I'm I'm a little bit impressed, quite honestly. Uh, entertaining, absolute train wreck of a match, as expected by now with these guys. It's going to be shenanigan fest. There's going to be a million fucking moving pieces involved, but... No guitar shot. What the fuck, man? Like, I can't give this a good score without a guitar headshot out there. I'm very disappointed by that. But it was still a very entertaining train wreck of a match. We got John Moxley cuts a promo, and Danielson calls out Okada, calling him an amateur. How could you? We got a trios match. It is JAS, Jericho, Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki. Holy shit, that is so strange to see him teaming up with Jericho. Because they've had so many wars in, in numerous locations. <laughs> okay, so they're going up against AR Fox, Action Andretti, and Darius Martin. Martin? Darius dropped by one Suzuki forearm. That just made me laugh out loud. That was hilarious. On, on Andretti nearly pinning Jericho a couple of times there. Chris locks in the Lion Tamer for the submission victory. And like I said, man, really cool. Also kind of weird to see Jericho teaming with Suzuki. You got stiff strikes, of course, from the veterans of Jericho and Suzuki, high-flying from the Young Guns, and just a good, fun match. Seven at then. Jericho gets on the microphone. He's saying some bad words about Sting, calling him and Darby out for a match at Forbidden Door. And now this summons Sting. He comes out with Darby. They won't tell Chris who their partner will be. Ooh, so uh, I guess that's something we'll be looking forward to. We have the Elite and Eddie Kingston or they're adding Eddie Kingston to their team. Kingston says he will also be adding someone else that he can actually trust because he doesn't like the Elite. He's only teaming with them because he hates Claudio even more. So we got story time with Adam Cole, baby. He wants his rematch with MJF. The champion arrives, respectively declines the rematch only for Adam's safety. I like that. Tony has an announcement, Adam and Maxwell telling him to shut up at the same time. That was cute. Turns out they are going to be partners in an upcoming tournament. They both freak out about it. Adam then tricks MJF to accept the open challenge versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. Oh, baby. So that's going to be a banger of a match. Going to be really fun styles going into that one. And another strong segment from Adam Cole and MJF. Thumbs up. We got Orange Cassidy and Shibata teaming up to go up against Danny Garcia and Zack Sabre Jr. Interesting team up here. We got Shibata and Zack trading counters, like a lot of them, just making it look so easy. Flowing a like a water. Thumbs up. And then we got Orange, uh, we got blah, blah, blah. we got Ricky and Orange. They have a little dance-off in the ring. That, that just made me giggle. I mean, that was hilarious. Thumbs up. Garcia appears to have ripped his pants. It just, I can't unsee it. Orange accidentally kicks his own partner in the face. Garcia gets the pin and wins. Like, very interesting mix of styles right here. You got outrageous technical abilities, stiff shots, and then the goofiness of Orange and Garcia. Because Garcia is just getting outrageous nowadays. Hell of a match, 8 at 10. And then there's tension between the four men. They're all holding on to Orange's All-Atlantic title. Ooh, are we going to see something with that? That could be fun. We move on as Don Callis. He is chatting with Will Ospreay. I don't like this. Leave Will Ospreay alone. So they're up to something. Don't like it. We got a TBS championship match. Chris Statlander defending versus Taya Valkyrie. 
Got a nice spinning driver from Chris. Taya shows off a unique sit-out neckbreaker thingy. I thought that was cool. Statlander nails a superplex into the Wednesday night fever, pins, and retains the TBS title. A good competitive match, man. A big offensive moves. Nice performance from both women. Uh, yeah, I mean, I, I mean, Jade Cargill. She is what he, what she was, but. Man, it's kind of refreshing right here to see Chris Statlander, you know, putting on some good banger matches right now. I, I'm digging it. We got Eddie Kingston. He cuts a promo. He absolutely hates Claudio Castanoli. Makes that known. Moxley shows up. He stares at him. Eddie announces that Ishii will be the final member of the team. Blackpool Combat Club attack Eddie and Ishii. This summons... Okada. He stares off with Danielson. Looked awesome. Yuta cheap shots Okada. Danielson misses the running knee. Hits Yuta instead. Danielson avoids a rainmaker. Wheeler not so lucky. He eats a rainmaker. How you doing? Great to see Okada, man. Crowd going fucking nuts for him. Eddie Kingston seems to be really, really grumpy. And you know, not to you know kick a guy when he's down, but he's also packed on some lbs, so he's looking a little plump. And that's the end of the show. Strong go-home dynamite. I mean, getting to see lots of the big names from New Japan. More announcements for Forbidden Door and Collision. The wrestling was good. Some nice variety throughout with the match styles. And, of course, MJF and Adam Cole. Another really strong segment right here. Good dynamite. Seven and a half out of ten. And now we will do Rampage. They were in Chicago. We start off with an eight-man tag team match. It is the United Empire and Swerve. Versus the best friends, A.R. Fox, and a guy called Yo. We got Osprey. He is spinning like a Beyblade with A.R. Fox. Hits a backbreaker. Really like that move. Thumbs up for that. We got Cobb with a twisty backplex. Every time he does that, it just makes my back hurt. Like, oh my god, he does the twist. You're not supposed to twist like that with your back, bro. That's just not a good thing. Osprey nails a running strike and puts Yo away. For the W, of course, we got a really good opening tag team match right here. Constant flow all throughout. Big offense, near falls. And that newcomer, Yao, he was pretty darn impressive. For uh, And he's got these really cool shorts on. I really like the shorts. Seven and a half out of ten. We move on. It is Adam Cole, baby. He comes out to the ring. MJF arrives. He announces he got Adam Cole a match at Forbidden Door versus... Tom Lawler, Mr. Filthy himself. And he says that Lawler and friends, uh, they attack Adam Cole as he says all that stuff. MJF tries super hard to save him. I really like that. He slowly makes his way to the ring. He's like, oh no, Adam, I'm sorry. I didn't make it fast enough. Good little segment right here. Thumbs up. We got the acclaimed and daddy ass versus the jobber squad. Uh, Nice rap to start it off. Lots of scissoring going on. But it's a squash match. The crowd was loving it, though. They're going nuts. So, I mean, a well-done squash match. Uh, QTV and, like, a strange dance crew, they come out. There's a rap from the... I don't remember her name, but she raps. It's pretty darn awful, but, I mean, not not really. I mean, it's just cringy. It's just cringy. It's pretty bad. Then QT Marshall arrives. He reveals that the masked dancer is actually... Johnny TV, or you might know him as Johnny Nitro, Johnny Mundo, Johnny Wrestling. He's got a whole bunch of names, but uh, this guy's dope. And he's joining QTV, though, so that sucks, but it kind of makes sense. But, um, wow, Johnny TV, as he's going to be called here. Uh, Welcome to AEW. This guy rules. 
Now we move on. It is round one. We got a round one match here of the Owen Hart tournament. It is Sky Blue versus Anna J with the JAS. So they're having two tournaments. They got the female and the male tournament. So this is obviously the female part of the tournament. We got Sky Blue. She is dealing with interference from JAS all throughout this match. Anna nails a gory bomb. That was nice. Blue battles back, hits a code blue. I think I called it a code red last week, but it's code blue. Uh, she pins and advances. So a nice comfort behind win here for the hometown blue. Solid match overall. We move on. It is the main event. We got Doki. I think that was his name. Dookie, Doki versus Jungle Boy. So uh, Doki, he looks like a Mortal Kombat. He looks like he came straight out of Mortal Kombat. I like the look. It looks cool. We got uh, Doki with a very cool, this like knee neck breaker move, and it goes into a backslide. I thought that was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Jungle Boy sets up a table, but it is actually Doki putting him through it with a top rope senton. That was awesome. Thumbs up for that. Crowd siding with Doki here, which is interesting. I don't think I've ever seen the crowd uh, go against Jungle Boy here. So Jungle Boy is upset. He uses Sonata's submission to end Doki and the crowd loves Jungle Boy again. So everything's okay. <laughs> but uh, hell yeah, Doki, man. I mean, I was impressed with uh, my first viewing of him. I thought it was a very impressive match from him. And it was just a really good match overall. I mean, big moves, near falls, classic stuff. And of course, you got the table spot. Seven and a half out of ten. And that is the end of Rampage. That was a very enjoyable show this week. Kind of that classic Rampage formula that I'm used to. Strong opening matches and ending match. Entertaining middle and a little sprinkle of that hometown love. Little hometown hero. And then Johnny Mundo Wrestling Nitro TV is back. So, fuck yeah. Seven and a half at that pretty good Rampage right here. We'll move on to SmackDown Louisiana. And I'll just say right now, if I sound a little weird... Uh, I was at Collision last night, so I was screaming and yelling and stuff, so I might sound a little fucked up. But anyway, um, I will also be doing the Forbidden Door, uh, what do you call it, predictions here after we do the rest of the stuff. So and I'm also going to Forbidden Door uh, in a few hours, so it was going to be an exciting day for me. Um, yeah, SmackDown, uh, Louisiana, right? Yeah, they're in Louisiana. We got the Usos. They cut a promo. They still love Roman Reigns, but he disrespected them. And that's a no-no. You don't do that. And it is going to be a civil war against family at Money in the Bank. So I, I like that idea. Civil war. Okay, sounds cool. Uh, Usos drop a welcome to the Usos penitentiary. My wife and I love that. And a good job here from the Usos to open up the show. Nice, good promo. Good stuff. Thumbs up. We got Rey Mysterio versus LA Knight. So Knight catches the 619 attempt. Ray and Knight exchange some sloppy-looking counters, and then just an abrupt BFT LA Knight picks up another big W, though. Uh, the match was solid. It was it was fine. Uh, it does look like, though, they were gauging the crowds here to see if LA Knight is drawing more attention over Rey Mysterio. I feel like that was like the final test. If the crowd was cheering more for LA Knight... In this match, I think this dude is winning money in the bank, man. Like, the the heat is on. Even, dude, last night I was at the Collision Show. There was a guy with an L.A. Knight sign. I mean, this dude is, is popular. But not the best match. And then uh, Escobar comes out after the match because L.A. Knight is beating down Rey Mysterio. 
So yeah, you know, I mean, I don't think they got necessarily the crowd reaction they're they're looking for, but I think it's still looking pretty good for LA Knight here. We got Solo, he attacks Ridge Holland for no apparent reason backstage. Sheamus is absolutely livid about it. He grabs a microphone, goes out, and calls out Solo for a match. And they will fight later. We got a women's tag team unification match. This is just kind of out of nowhere, but yeah, they didn't really talk much about this. But we have uh, Ronda Rousey and Shayna Baszler defending against Alba, who are also defending um, Alba Fire and Isla Dawn. So we're going to unify these, uh, excuse me, titles. Ronda hits a slow motion Poison Rana. I was very surprised that she hit a Poison Rana. Looked not the best, like I said, kind of went in slow motion, but she did it. It was pretty impressive. And then she locks in an arm bar. Shayna locks in the careful to clutch at the same time. Dawn and Fire tap out. So we have new undisputed women's tag team champions, Rousey and Baszler. They claim they're going to be defending these titles on all three shows, NXT, SmackDown, and Raw. So, yeah. The match was okay. I mean, would have been a lot better if we had a bit of build, some story, anything like that. But no, we just kind of had the match. Uh, it was a short match. Uh, Fire and Dawn had some moments in there, but it really... Not, not a squash match, but it wasn't very competitive, you know? But honestly, it does kind of make sense to go down to one women's tag team championship just because I just don't think they have the the t- women's tag team division to really, like, there's not enough depth in that division to have two separate titles. So it kind of makes sense in hindsight, but the whole thing was just a mess drafting Isla, Dawn, and, like, drafting the NXT champion, women's tag team champions up to the main roster. The whole thing was a mess, but it, I think now we're out of the mess. All the new championships are made unified the tag team titles so yeah they finally have made their way out of their mess with all those weird draft picks but yeah but we're not done yet we got Ronda she starts trash talking uh, Rodriguez who was watching at ringside Raquel brings out Liv Morgan so she is back from injury I think she was gone for a couple months and I was literally just saying that before this match I'm like oh She's probably going to be back pretty soon. I didn't expect her to come back this night. I thought maybe at Money in the Bank or something, but nope, she's back already. So we're probably basically back at square one where we're going to have Liv and Raquel more than likely going to win these championships back from Ronda or they're just going to go into a big old rivalry between the two. So it's going to be a lot of meh going on, I imagine. We move on. Speaking of meh, it is the Grayson Waller effect with special guests pretty deadly. Uh, who are pretty darn serious about winning the tag titles in their home country of the United Kingdom at Money in the Bank. Uh, Deadly start trash-talking the tag division. This summons the Street Profits, ending the Waller effect. So, yay, I guess. Pretty Deadly were fine in this segment. I mean, they were doing their thing. The they, I don't even think they did the oosh, oosh. I love the oosh thing, but um, they were okay. And then I don't even... I don't, I don't, I'm not sure if I like this Grayson Waller effect thing, man. It's, I hate the look of it. I hate the fucking shitty lame comments scrolling on the bottom. And I don't know. It's just not that great so far. So meh overall with the segment. We move on to the Match Street Profits versus Pretty Deadly. Pretty Deadly yet again get a sneaky roll up pin win over the Profits here. It is a solid standard tag team match. Very, very standard normal stuff here. Nothing special. 
And now, speaking of nothing special, we got Charlotte Flair versus Lacey Evans. Flair locks in the figure eight, Lacey taps out, but Charlotte won't let go of the hold. So Asuka arrives to kick her right in the face. She laughs, she dances, and she's gone. Thank you for that, Asuka. Match was whatever. We got Bianca Belair giving Adam Pierce the business yet again. I like this. I'm telling you, I'm liking this feisty Bianca Belair. Is there a... I would love to see her try a heel rollout. I think she would be a phenomenal heel. I love this fired up Bianca right now. Keep it up. We got Solo Sokoa. It is the main event time with Paul Heyman versus Sheamus. We got Solo hits a Samoan spike on Sheamus. He tumbles to the floor. Solo plants Sheamus on the announce table with a urinagi. Ow. Solo crushes Sheamus' head with his ass through the barricade. Um, I mean, it didn't look great because, like, clearly he, like, Solo didn't touch Sheamus all that much with his body or anything. But, I mean, it was just a big crash of a, of a mess of a, of a smashing situation. I don't know what I'm going for here. Thumbs up. Ref calls the match off. Sheamus is Dunyan rings. He cannot continue the match. Uh, it was a good fight from two really tough brutes, man. Um, I didn't like the finish all that much, but yeah, it is what it is. 7 out of 10. I still thought it was pretty good. The Usos attack Solo after the match, hitting super, ki- super kicks and a Uso splash. Yeet, everybody. Yeet. So that is the end of SmackDown. I mean, an improvement over last week's show. Last week's show was dog shit. Uh, but the Usos, another strong performance overall. Grouchy Bianca. I'm loving it. Wrestling, again, nothing special. The main event was pretty good, but wrestling just ain't the focus on SmackDown right now. It's definitely background noise. It's what they throw on when it's time for commercials. You know, they have the, all right, everybody do their entrances, and the match begins, commercial break. And it's like, what the fuck are we doing here? Five and a half out of ten. You can watch it if you want. I There's not much to see here on SmackDown. So let's move on to Rampage. Wait, did I do Rampage? I think I did Rampage. Yeah, I did Rampage. Oh, kill you. All right, let's go to the uh, three stars of the week. Where are those bad boys at? Let's see here. I have all... Uh, oh, right there. Oh, cool. All right, so let's do... Uh, we'll do the three stars of the week, and then we'll run through the outrageously large Forbidden Door match card. There's like 14 fucking matches on there. Oh, my God. All right, so we'll start out with a shout-out on the three stars. We got the eight-man tag team match. Mogul Embassy, which features Swerve Scott, and I have to admit that Swerve has been making a, quite a quite a home here in the three star section of the of the show. So I mean, he's a good wrestler. I just hate him. I booed the shit out of him at Collision last night. And oh, also, I'm going to be uh, adding Collision to the review of Forbidden Door because. It's going to have a different feel, right? Because I was there live, so it's just going to be kind of like my whole AEW live experience. I'll do that in a ne- uh, another episode. So there you go. We'll be do- doing Collision in the next one. All right. So shout out with that uh, the tag team, eight-man tag shout out, Mogul Embassy versus the best friends, AR Fox and Yao. Just an all-around really good match. It was cool to see Yao for the first time. I thought he was quite impressive doing some really cool moves. And, yeah, just a good little tag team match there. So now we'll move into the three stars this week. We're starting with the third star. It is Wesley versus Tyler Bate for the NXT North American Championship. That also had Mustafa Ali as the special guest referee. It was really good match. I honestly thought it could have been a little bit better. Maybe it was because Mustafa uh, was taking away a little bit from Bate and Lee, but I still thought it was a really good match and definitely worth your time to check it out. 
And second star this week is going to Jungle Boy versus Doki on Rampage. Really good match right here. I mean, Jungle Boy doing the Jungle Boy thing. And then Doki, a guy I've never seen before. I was very impressed with him. Starting to see a lot of new faces uh, in and around AEW, especially around Forbidden Door time. You're going to start seeing a lot of guys uh, popping in from New Japan to say hello. And I thought they put on a really good match. And first star of the week is going to... Seth Rollins versus Braun Breaker for the Heavyweight Championship on NXT. I'm not sure if I've ever had Braun in these three stars before, but here we go. A first star for him, mostly thanks to Seth Rollins. But honestly, I thought Braun Breaker put on a hell of a performance. He pulled everything out in that match. He did all of his big moves. Seth did his thing. I thought it was a great match. I really, really enjoyed it. Good enough for the first star this week. If you want to see a good, uh, probably the best Braun breaker match you're ever going to see go check out that match it was definitely it was definitely good I, I really did enjoy that match so that is the three stars this week everybody and let's go and try and take down this massive forbidden door card I am not shitting you there are 15 matches right here Let's start off at the beginning. We got Athena, who I saw last night. It was so good to see her, man. Like, she's the Ring of Honor Women's Champion now, and I just, I haven't been able to watch Ring of Honor. But, um, yeah, it was really cool to see her. So, she is going up against Billy Starks, who is, um, uh, who are you? I don't really know who you are. Okay, I don't know who she is. So, I'm going Athena right here. This is uh, a women's Owen Hart cup tournament match first round so yeah i'm going athena on this one i feel like it's kind of an easy pick we got a six-man tag team match united empire versus los i'm gonna struggle with this one los and gobrenobles de japan yeah uh shingo takagi bushi and himaro taka takahashi i also saw these guys uh the other night um, when we're at Collision, they also film Ring of Honor, so we got a free Ring of Honor show, so we got to see some of these guys. Um, with this one here, I'll go with the loss in Gobrenables. Um, I'm not honestly, I'm not very, very familiar with these guys. Um, the crowd was going nuts for them when they came out, though, so I'm gonna pick them based off of that reaction. We got Stu Grayson, who I forgot existed, with the Righteous, Vincent, and Dutch, and I also forgot those guys existed as well, versus El Phantasmo, okay, okay, I'm going, ooh, this is tough, uh, I also saw all these guys at Ring of Honor last night, um, El Phantasmo, I really liked that guy last night when I saw him wrestle, I'm going El Phantasmo just because I like him, though I feel like Stu Grayson's probably going to win with all the interference, but I'll go El Phantasmo, fuck it. We got the Mogul Embassy uh, with Prince Nana versus, holy shit, what the hell name is that? We got Rapongi Ra, <laughs> Ra, Vice, okay, I'll try it, Rocky Romero and Trent Beretta and El Desperado, it's a six-man tag team match, oh boy, I don't know, Mogul Embassy, I guess, uh, Kenny Omega versus Will Ospreay, this is one of the big, big matches here. Uh, singles match for the IWGP United States Heavyweight Championship. Oh, man, that is tough. That is so freaking hard, man. They were showing uh, pictures like on the big screen for all the matches, and they we went nuts when they showed off the Kenny Omega and Will Ospreay going crazy. This is a pick em, man. This is as pick em as they get. Kenny Omega, the legend. The, the Oh, my God. And then Will Ospreay. Oh, fuck. 
I think Kenny Kenny is the champion coming into this. I'll pick Will. I'll fucking pick and Will Ospreay. Fuck it. I'm going with it. Maybe Don Callis. Something is going to go down, I think. So I'll do that. The next one is a huge match too. Brian Danielson versus Kusha, Kukaza... Fuck it. Okada. God damn it. Brian Danielson versus Okada. Singles match. One on one. Oh my god. So IWGP's Ace and Okada. They're John Cena. They're Ric Flair. They're Hulk Hogan. Okada versus Brian Danielson. Dream match right here, folks. Dream fucking match. Um, And a pick'em. An honest pick'em. I'll go... Since I picked Will Ospreay in the last one, I'll go... Ooh, I don't, I don't know if Danielson's gonna be Okada. It's Okada. I'll go Okada. Fuck it. All right, this one, we got Sonata. Uh, this is a singles match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship. Sonata, their champion, versus Jungle Boy Jack Perry with Hook for some reason. I'm going Sonata on this one. Nothing against Jungle Boy, but I'm not, I'm, I doubt that they're going to have their champion come here and lose. I just can't see it. Sonata's winning. MJF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi, singles match for the AEW World Championship. MJF made it very clear last night. He did not make an appearance uh, physically at Collision, but he had an announcement for us that uh, he wants to go on first at, um, at Forbidden Door. So this should be the first match. MJF versus Hiroshi Tanahashi. It's going to be MJF. Uh, nothing against Hiroshi Tanahashi. The dude was awesome. We're losing our minds for the dude last night, but it's going to be MJF. We got La Suzuki Gods. Oh, God, Chris, you're so ridiculous. Chris Jericho, Sammy Guevara, and Minoru Suzuki versus Sting, Darby Allen, and Tetsuya Naito. It's a six-man tag team match. This is going to be nuts. I'm going to go with Team Sting on this one, folks. Uh, it's going to be a very entertaining match, I would imagine. We got the Blackpool Combat Club and... Uh, with uh, fuck, Shoto Umino versus the Elite, and they have uh, Tomo- Tomohiro Ishii on their team. The, the fucking Pitbull, the Pitbull. That guy's gonna, oh, he has no neck, but I love him. Uh, they also have Eddie Kingston on their team and shit. This is a 10 man tag team match. Gonna be an absolute fucking mess. You know, I can already see it now. They're gonna be in the crowd, they're gonna be crazy. <sighs> Who's gonna win this? Um. Blackpool, maybe? I don't know, man. I just... Oh, Moxley and all them? Fuck, I don't know. This is a tough one. I don't know. Maybe the Elite will win. I'll go with the Elite. CM Punk. Oh, boy. Did we ever say hello to him last night? He is going up against uh, Toshi Kojima. This is a uh, one of the men's Owen Hart Cup tournament first round match. I'm going CM Punk on this one. It's just going to be CM Punk, whether I like it or not. This one I'm very excited for. We got Orange Cassidy versus Zack Sabre Jr. versus Shibata versus Daniel Garcia. Four-way match for the AEW International Championship. Holy fuck, this is going to be good. Ooh, this, this is like the underrated league. This is the match that I don't think a lot of people are talking about. I think this is going to be spectacular. Could steal the show. Could steal the show. I'll pick Orange Cassidy just because I love him so much. But uh, easily, anyone can win this match. Probably not Danny. Uh, no disrespect to you, Danny, but I I can see it going to Shibata or something, maybe. It's going to be a good match, though. We got uh, Tony Storm versus Willow Nightingale. Singles match for the AEW Women's World Championship. Love you, Willow. Saw her last night. She was great. And going Tony Storm on this one, though. She's going to have the backup of the Outcasts and all that crap. So, yeah, it's going to be Tony Storm. And then Adam Cole versus Filthy Tom Lawler, Mr. Filth. Singles match, one-on-one. It's Adam Cole, baby. Gotta pick Adam Cole. 
I, oh man, we're going to go nuts for Adam Cole. We were cheering for Adam Cole a bunch at Collision last night, but he wasn't there, sadly. Wait, was he there? No, he definitely wasn't there. Anyway, that is going to be the show, everybody. Uh, I will be putting out the Forbidden Door Collision AEW live experience review as soon as I can. Uh, My voice is already a little, you know, excuse me, a little on the the edge. So we'll see how it goes. I have uh, the next GX GamerCast episodes all ready to go. I just got to hit publish. So Persona 4 will be the next episode. I'll be putting that out on Monday or Tuesday, depending on when and when the Forbidden Door thing is going to be going up. I don't want to oversaturate everybody. And... um, what else we got going on here? Uh, hockey cast will be a big one this week because we got the draft upcoming. So we're gonna, I'm gonna push the hockey cast back, uh, probably to Thursday because the draft takes place Wednesday night. So I'll probably do the show on Thursday so we can discuss the draft and all that great shit. And um, YouTube, we I just finished up the uh, the YouTube. <laughs> I just finished up the YouTube. The Resident Evil Eight. Village finale is up over there now, so we're done with Resident Evil. I'm recording the next game now. It's Batman Telltale series, so I'll probably be putting that out next weekend. That's probably when I'm going to start there, so give me a little bit of time to get a little bit of a cachet recorded, and then, yeah, we should be cool. So Batman will be going up over there. All the links are down below. You can follow on Twitter to keep up with all the announcements. Probably see some pictures of Collision and what do you call it, fucking Forbidden Door or something, I, I will put pictures up and stuff, maybe a video or two, I, did, I took a couple videos, uh, mostly of us booing CM Punk, I wanted to get the crowd reaction on CM Punk coming out, and then the closing message, when cameras go off, they always give us a little message, I love to film that, and yeah, I might put that out on YouTube, because it was a nice message, so that is the show everybody this week, thank you so much for listening, and all that great stuff, you can go follow all the links down below to all the extra stuff. And yeah, man, enjoy the wrestling this week. Enjoy your weekend. Let me know if you are going to be at fucking Forbidden Door. Are you watching it? What's going on? Let me know. Let me know all your predictions and all that great stuff. And oh, buddy, I am I am excited. <laughs> this is going to be a lot of fun. It's going to be a lot of fucking wrestling tonight, folks. So wish me luck. I will let you know how Forbidden Door goes as soon as I can. So enjoy the rest of your weekend, folks, and we will be back again soon with more GX Plus Cased.